0: to episode 7 of It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere. I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazetti, and we are the Russian Sisters. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: We're pumped to be sitting around and drinking some wine and hanging out with you today. Absolutely. Do you know where it's 5 o'clock right now? You're going to tell me. I didn't look that up before this episode. Mm. Um, so instead, we are going to toast the people in Buford Wyoming I am
1: really excited
0: because um, it's one person I not even people I well, actually it could have changed well yes because oh, it has changed I just looked up it, okay. at Wikipedia Excellent. so why don't you tell us what you know about Buford Wyoming and oh why we gosh. chose that today
1: yeah well years ago I had to drive through Wyoming God help us all just kidding. Wyoming's great. It's just, you know, it's a long it's a long it's drive. It's where the deer and the antelope roam. That it's true. And then you have to be really careful about gassing up and where yes. you are because there's not a whole lot. Not no, not no. a couple. No, so lot. there was a gas station in Buford, Wyoming when I went through there. Again, this was years ago. Um and at that point the sign said population 2 And when we went in to talk to the guy who lived there, he told us it was actually population one because his son had moved to California. And there was a group, um, a, a group, a Japanese group of businessmen who decided they wanted to buy Buford. I don't know what they wanted to buy it for. But yes, that was um, population one. So we would toast him. But now it looks like anna has got some updated info.
0: Well, when Alexandra said Buford, Wyoming, I was like, I don't know if I've ever been through this place, but you guys just Wikipedia'd it. And for sure, they've got a picture of it the town sign that says Buford, Pop 1, Elevation <laughs> yes. 8,000. Okay, you guys.
1: Um It's just a gas station and he lives on a like little house attached.
0: Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. When did you drive through there? I have to ask you that. Oh when?
1: gosh. Um it was two thousand three.
0: Okay. <laughs> so That's right. What is that? eighteen years there's, ago? There's been an update since then. Oh yeah. So according to, you know, all things Wikipedia, of course. Um, which is truth. Hashtag always. not always. Um our I think students try to say it's truth but it's not always no everyone now is
1: they're gonna start quoting tiktok like that's the new thing to reference like if you found it on tiktok it must be for real
0: remind (laughs) us we've got to come back to that because we have heard stories about like people who are getting professional degrees who will do their research and listen to one minute videos on tiktok and claim that like to be the truth of all things so Mm. let's just (laughs) let's come back to tiktok but for, for now, let's talk about Buford. So this is what the Wikipedia says about Buford. Um, its last resident who had been the lone resident for nearly two decades left in 2012.
1: Oh, he left.
0: Mr. Buford left. <laughs> so, so it's um, still population one. It's zero. The, so it's located between Laramie and Cheyenne on Interstate 80. So if you're ever driving there. So who even like, man's the gas station? Okay. So <laughs> they must come in from out of town. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this. I was um, looking down at the history and it looks like the town was put up for auction on April 5th of 2012 with the highest bid of $900,000 and it was made, um, but sorry there they were Vietnamese, not Japanese, but they were Vietnamese uh in two
1: thousand and three it was Japanese, but that's okay, okay. I'm glad that it was Vietnamese in two thousand twelve
0: yes. um and um, so two Vietnamese men were looking at buying the town um and then there was this convenience store, this is true mm-hmm. um, and the people who owned the store never lived in the town and only visited it <laughs> occasion occasionally. Um, and what does this say? Uh, oh, the store has since been boarded up since twenty seventeen. Well, no one's
1: there. If Mister Buford left, I mean, I'm not even sure he his name was Buford. But if he left. Oh, sad. Okay, well, we're cheering to what used to be Buford. We're
0: we, we're cheersing Buford for sure. Yeah, just the uh, town. Yeah, we're gonna, the parcel of land that the was known parcel as Buford of land. Who there knows go. what's going to become of it now? But if you're planning on driving through Wyoming on Interstate 80, there is no gas for you there. No, not in Buford anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: yeah. prep ahead, yeah. people. Map it out. And who knows if you have internet service along that way. So you might need an <gasps> no old joke. paper an old paper map. I love paper maps, by AAA the way. AAA is still available to help with that. Me I used too. to keep
0: an atlas in my car forever. Me too.
1: Well, our father made us do that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Safety first. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not even
0: sure children learn how to
1: read maps anymore.
0: Uh, nor Whoa. clocks.
1: That's true. Clocks that
0: are not digital.
1: Those would be Analog. The ones with the hands. That's right. That is not taught as much anymore. I was
0: very dismayed when I learned that some people we know don't know how to read clocks, but that's okay. It's teachable. It is teachable. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, otherwise, like when you say I got your six, how would people know what the heck you're talking about? They don't. Or Mm -hmm. he's at your 11. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. Look, one o'clock. What does that mean? (laughs) Uh, So, well, these things are teachable. They are. Okay. So today we're toasting with a twenty eighteen Cabernet Sauvignon. Remember, we've been on this Cabernet Sauvignon kick since we started. This one is called Predator, and I bought it not only because it's March Madness and mm-hmm. we're like doing, you know, fight fighting themes and with athletics and everything else. Um, but I bought this one specifically because it has a ladybug on the label.
1: It totally does. It's
0: super cute. And I Although I have to say I'm not sure I ever thought of ladybugs as predators, but you know exactly Uh, apparently i (laughs) i missed that one exactly i was like oh it's called predator and has this like cute little unassuming ladybug on the label Mm. it's super fun trickery um but I have to read you the back of this label here, guys, um, because we've talked about with Ricky, our producer and tech guy, about like doing pairings with the wine as we talk about what wine we're drinking and then yes. maybe pair with cheese and crackers because we because we like all things bread and cheese. Yeah. Um, but but no one wants to hear as much on on the podcast, I would, like through microphones amplified. That would just be awful. It's so really attractive. Maybe we'll just do our episode and eat later. But <laughs> I wanted to read the label for you. Um, and so the back of the Predator Wines label says, What food best complements a fine Cabernet Sauvignon? Ladybugs prefer aphids and mites. That's why we encourage their dining on harmful insects in our vineyards. Natural predation is just one of many eco-friendly strategies we're committed to. And for you non-ladybugs, we recommend enjoying this lush and hearty wine with a juicy steak or tender prime rib.
1: Ooh! Yeah. Now I'm hungry. Is that the version? So prime rib and steak is like aphids and mites. I suppose so.
0: <laughs> like if you're a ladybug, sorry. that might be your sorry. That's your prime rib. Yeah. A mite, All right. All right. it's kind of gross. It's delicious, though. Mm-hmm. It's a good wine. I know. Maybe we should have steak for dinner. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys. So March Madness continues, and our tip in our hats to coaches and athletes this month continues, right. and we're so excited our, about our guests today. Mm-hmm. But first, let us we've got some birthday shout-outs. There are a bunch of March birthdays, too. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this week, we've got happy birthday to Allison. Happy birthday. Zesty. Happy birthday, Caleb! Woot! Janice! Ah! Oh. Amber! Masha V! Kira and Denise! Happy oh birthday gosh. to you guys! Happy birthday, everyone! Yeah, um, it, yeah. My, I, I had to go back through the FB and look, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot coming up. So, hang yeah, in there, guys. Spring birthday! Cheers to you! Yeah, cheers! And Buford. Um. Okay, so I have to tell you a little update about um what I had going on this week. Yep. So first and foremost, the biggest event that I had going on this week, you guys, mm. was taking my car into the shop for mm. an oil change and to get my tires installed. This is
1: huge for okay, Anna. So, huge. And
0: I'm going to really work on telling this story without crying because I did a lot of crying this week over it. So back in the summer... Sean T. Wyman was putting... I was parked um, out front of his house, which is also your house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And um, he was putting something into my car. And he looked at my tires and he said, you need to get new tires. (laughs) And I was like, huh? (laughs) I do. And he's like, it's not immediate, but you're going to have to get new tires. They're almost bald. And I he was, was like... pretty good at knowing that. He, he, just, he just glanced and he was mm-hmm. like, oh, God. And I'm like, no, man, I'm okay. I'm cool. Like, all right. Like, uh, I'm thinking, do I have time for like tax money? Can I wait a little while? Can I... You know, winter's coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> so... Winter is coming. Mm, you know, the people in the north are battling. So I... I was like, "All right, buddy. Yeah, okay. Thanks for putting that on my radar. Um, I I don't, you know, look at that stuff very often. But it's it it was really nice having a brother in law who was keeping an eye out for me. And so um, then he passed away in August. And um, when he did that, I I um I did some post in his honor. And I was like, "All right, buddy. I'll get my tires sometime soon. And then winter came. <laughs> winter came. <laughs> And then how are, the, how are those tires? I still had not yeah. gotten new tires. And every time it snowed, which thankfully has not been that often. And and when it has snowed, it hasn't been like ridiculously scary. Right. Um. I was like, I can still drive in my car and I'm just going to run these puppies to the ground. Like we yeah. are going to like, avoid the hills, if, <laughs> which I have to go up a big hill I mean like the actual hills, not not our family, friends, not our family, hills. friends, <laughs> the hills. Yeah. No, those, yeah. you know, yeah. things that you drive up. Or down. Well, and I have a a hill that I have to (laughs) drive up. Um, There's no way to get to my work without driving up a a A big big hill. And both of them are kind of scary. And so, of course, this is on my radar that, um, I'm going to have to drive up this hill, this, this hill to get to work. And my car is, my tires are bald. So I was like, all right. With every snowstorm, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to figure out a time to go get tires. Well, I finally did my taxes and got my return. I'm like, that's what we're going to do with um, some of the money for my tax return is we're finally going to get tires. Well, I also have to admit, you guys, that I have been delaying mm-hmm. this whole process. It's been really hard for me because my brother-in-law was my car guy. And so every time I needed an oil change, he was the one I, I went to. And um, so I was really hesitant and I just like procrastinating and going to anybody else because not that I was like defiling his memory or anything like that. You were cheating on him. But, he, yeah, <laughs> I'm it's like okay. I well. And but you're be, not cheating on him. To be honest him. with you, that was one of the things that I was not pleased with him about. When mm. um is that he, I was left with now no one, and I was like mm. I don't I, I trusted him a lot, and that's hard to come by, right? When you find yes. a person that you trust, and so I not only didn't want to feel like I was cheating on him, but I yeah I with a car person it was just a really hard transition for me to make and so i was putting it off as long as possible well we were supposed to get some new snow and i was like that's it i just have to go and for you it. came out okay i did come out okay so yeah. i know let, let me fast forward this oh, sorry. story no i'm just gonna fast forward this story real fast so i ended up getting tires <laughs> went to this new place very reputable um and um our sister-in-law and brother have been going there for a while. So if you need a place in Lakewood, Colorado, yeah. HP Automotive, they're not paying us to say that. No. But they're really good guys. So HP Automotive in Lakewood. Um, but they did a Word really great job. Word
1: mouth is a way to go, right? You want to hear it. someone else had a good experience before.
0: For sure. Yeah. And I just might have cried all the way home. Because, right, that was really hard. But they did yeah. a great job. And, and it's um, when those
1: experiences come up and you don't realize those feelings necessarily. Like mm-hmm. you might have known, but not really how much and then you have to you have to face a certain scenario and then you're you go oh boy
0: yeah but, and i was like you get through it you oh just another it. step in the grief process yeah. there it is yeah so yeah that's my story about my I'm tires i'm proud of you being able to do that well and they're fancy tires they are fancy. i didn't know how fancy they were until the guys at the shop sure. were like those are nice tires. <laughs> and I was like, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I did it's some about, research. It's all about the tires. I had to do some research on my own. I think that was the other thing. I was like, oh, who can help me? I just, I did it. Yeah. I found them on my own and I bought them on my own. So anyway, that's, awesome. that's my story. I get that that was a
1: really hard thing for you to have to do. And yet you got to the other side, which is, which is really awesome.
0: That's always my main goal. But I will tell you one thing that I did. Yeah. So, you know, when you go to get an oil change or anything, they, they put the sticker up in That's your right. windshield, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I had a sticker up there from the last time that Sean T.W. Mm-hmm. did my last oil change. And I was like, hush, for whatever reason, I feel like I need to hang on to that. It's like a yeah. little memento. Moment- m- See now I'm tearing. Memento. Yeah. Oh gosh. So <laughs> um I took I took it off the windshield because when I went for my next oil change I knew like you, they usually throw that away. They're like you don't need that thing. But I was like, "Nah, I just need to hang on to this thing for a little bit. Just a a, a piece. Um it's the last thing that I have in my car that he wrote on." And so whatever, silly as it may be, I took the little sticker and I put it um to the right of me on my dash. And I just put it there. And I did tell the people, um, Mr. Don at HP Automotive, when he was like, is there anything I need to know when I dropped off my car? Is there anything else I need to know? And I was like, so, (laughs) so I was like, "Mm, I'm sure Jackie told you, but, um, you know, my brother in law passed away and he was the last one to, to work on my car. And so I just, I moved this sticker off the, off the windshield and I put it on the dash. And if you guys could just leave it there, that would be awesome. Um, And he's like, Oh, and he's taking notes, you guys, this is why I think it's so awesome. If you ever need a car person, he wrote the notes down um, and he thought it was like important enough to just make sure that I was taken care of and that the guys knew not to mess with this this sticker from the last oil change um, that's on my dash now instead of on the windshield. And so, of course, they put a new one on the windshield. But I was really I was really touched that they they honored that. And then yeah. I'm like, you know, like I said, as silly as anyone might think it it is to them for me this is like a a piece that's just important and I know eventually I'll be at a space where I won't need that and maybe frame it you know (laughs) why not I don't know
1: you know everyone has those little things that you just hold on to you for you know like one day i found his sock in my sock drawer and i have no idea how i got one of his socks his black socks because he always wore his black ankle socks he sure did in my sock drawer and i was like well that's just gonna stay there
0: yeah yeah you're right you know you're right if i want to hang on to it
1: i'll hang on to it yeah yeah Awesome. Well, I'm glad you got the tires. That was Thank you. That,
0: time the coming. moral of that story is I got my tires. Just in
1: time for some more snow Exactly. We're heading into
0: like the snowiest season in Colorado. So yeah. I'm feeling a lot more confident. And it's funny how like new tires, like I, I felt like I was driving in a whole new car. I was like it sitting amazing? a little taller in my seat <laughs> yeah. and feeling a little taller in my yeah. car. Like, and maybe I should get this puppy washed now. <laughs> I know. Except if I do, it's going to snow right. or rain. Yeah. So I won't do that. No. Anyway. That's my story. Nice. Yeah. I've got things I learned from Twitter, but I want to hear from you first. Oh, well, I do have um an
1: update. Oh, an update, yeah. So we um all heard the goose story, the Canada goose story. Yes. Um, and this week what I had crossed the road in front of me was a deer couple.
0: What? And it was Where he- were you? I
1: was on Kipling. What? And what was hilarious is that there was a sheriff's car. Um and he like went right up into the lane to make sure that they could cross oh that's cool yeah I was like oh no where are they gonna go and then the buck just like jumped right over the rail and then the guardrail and then the the doe went there's spry
0: Spry creatures. i was like oh this is better it was a buck and a doe yeah it was a little deer couple yeah
1: it was really cute
0: that's awesome so i saw
1: that and it made me chuckle because i was like hmm animals just want to cross in front of me right now that's hilarious
0: (laughs) i feel like you're attracting them
1: yeah the other thing that happened this week are you ready for this Mm. um i ended up having banana what I know. So I'm highly allergic to bananas. I have not always been highly allergic to bananas. I discovered this probably, what is it, like 15, no, 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Um, I ate some banana and had this... Slight anaphylaxis reaction. I was like, My my tongue swolled, swelled up, and that's, I was like, that's exactly what happened. Something's wrong. I'm not sure what it is, but I think might be the banana. I don't think I'm feeling and okay. That's just, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't speak, and my boyfriend at the time was like, "What is happening? Your lips are getting bigger." <laughs> I was like, "Oh boy." So, um, so I kind of stayed away. I tried a couple more times to eat banana and had the same reaction, and I was like, "Oh," and eventually, years later. I had some other health issues and one of the things they started testing me for were other food allergies and their allergist <laughs> at the time was like, I have never seen someone score that high for Whoa. a banana allergy. And so um, earlier this week I had mixed some yogurt for mm-hmm. Buddy the Kid and I put in like some, one of his little pouches and it was getting to a point where I was going to have to throw it out. And I was like, oh, I'll just throw oh. some blueberries in there and I'll just eat it. Like, yeah, That's fine. You know, sure baby yogurt should be okay on the digestive system <laughs> and I took two bites I mean I mixed this like nice little it was a small bowl but it was a decent one and I took a bite and I was like oh did you feel it no oh no reaction okay was it so real I, banana well I don't I mean they say these things are organic I don't know yeah I have no
0: idea Had, like banana in the ingredients there was Full banana on. in there so uh, I ate it and I was like,
1: okay, if something happens, I'll take some Benadryl or, you okay, know. Okay, well, this
0: is kind of cool because <laughs> when you went for that testing, it also said you shouldn't eat chicken. Well, that that was a, a test that came up around that same time, yes. Right, right. And then, like, you slowly introduced that back. And I'm wondering, you know, over time if banana is something you can introduce they back in. They say
1: every seven years. Maybe I just said seven oh, years. Of, of a banana, because allergy. there's. I
0: feel like there's nothing sadder than not being able to eat banana bread that our sister-in-law makes. She makes fantastic banana bread. She does. But you know what's interesting? Mm. I don't really like the
1: taste of banana right now because I haven't <laughs> had it for so long. <laughs> so so funny. I was like, I'll just eat these blueberries.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like it I'm over banana.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, I bet funny. if I because I mean I was a I love banana and peanut butter. Yeah. Bananas on Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even buy bananas because I don't want to. Like, luckily, Billy the Kid gets bananas at at his grandparents' house.
0: (laughs) I know, right?
1: No, I'm not doing it.
0: No, knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Banana, banana, knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Banana, banana, knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? (laughs) No, that's not the STW joke of the day. I just had to throw that in there. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, those
1: are kind of, those are kind of my updates besides I did. And the other thing that happened also was, uh, Sean and I used to have a joke about being the Ryman Wymans. Yes. Oh, yes. And so, um, I went go-karting for a friend's birthday and apparently my call sign was still the same from the first time I went go-karting and the woman walks in, in front of a group of people I did not know. Like I knew two of the people. Um, who happened to be my friend and her significant other. No one else I knew. And in front of this, uh, Ryman Weiman? (laughs) (laughs) Ryman Weiman. And I was like, or Ryman Wyman?" And she goes, oh, is that how you say it? Because your last name
0: looks nothing like Weiman. Who would put Ryman Weiman? Like, that doesn't make any (laughs) sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, oh, thanks. I'll just own that. Alexandra yeah, texted me and she's like so I'll have to tell you about how this was mispronounced and I said there's another way to say your last <laughs> name I, I yeah. just wasn't getting it but apparently there is apparently
1: a Y and also
0: makes an E sound I did not It know does. that it does
1: sometimes yeah, remember like, English is hard yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know reeman weeman
1: yeah anyway that were those were kind of my updates
0: hmm. it was a good week I think overall
1: Yeah. And I do, after you do your Twitter updates and before we get to our awesome guest, I do think we should have some discussion over our, our puzzle, um, our puzzle piece. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me do the things I learned from Twitter, which I also, I am, I am naming because of Twitter. I know. I like that colon. Um, first and foremost, grammarian. Mm hmm. All of California's amusement parks Disney, Universal Some of the other ones that were listed Yes, um, along with sports And concert venues (laughs) will be allowed To reopen with limited capacity Starting April 1st And as far as I know That's not an April Fool's joke (laughs) That's exactly what I said, I was like as far as I know This isn't an April Fool's joke Um, but yeah, the people who responded were g- kind of all over the place from awesome places I will avoid forever and ever. Good luck, California mm. tourism, to yay, can't wait. So I know people are excited about things opening back up, but y'all yeah, just do it like with caution, like the same thing. Even though I'm vaccinated, I'm still distancing mostly. Well, Texas And wearing up. a mask. Makes me a little nervous. But Texas but yeah, do, kind yeah. of sort of in some places we will be masking when we go there for sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, take the
1: precautions that you need to. And if you're not ready, like I'm certainly not ready to go to restaurants and have everyone there um, and no, no restrictions at all. I'm personally not ready for that. Right. But if you are, I mean, just embrace it for where you are in this process, because I think yeah. that there's, uh, I mean... Yeah, I think there's just a lot of stress that has come with this and Super. you have to work through the fears that came with it and all sorts of stuff. I yeah. mean,
0: I, I mean after all you guys, like right COVID's no joke. We there've been a lot of serious ramifications oh, from awful. this pandemic. So, let's just keep Can that you in mind. It's been a year. No. I is can't believe it's been a year. A year, a year of this. Mm-hmm. This is so weird. I you know it is weird. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking like, where were you a year ago? So about a year ago, <laughs> I remember being on a bus um, at the school where I was working. We took a bunch of kids to you Boulder for a trip and it was super fun mm-hmm. we were not masking then because I do you didn't remember need that.
1: To. Yeah, I, I do and remember I remember
0: that. like we went to the school did this whole tour ate at the cafeteria got our kids back on the bus and it was on the way back from the bus that like there was some news story that came out that someone at the school where I was just visiting yeah um, the university someone had just tested positive in one of the food service industries at places at the university and I was like oh my god I just like took these kids and right it was still scary early on we didn't know much about anything at all and so that was just kind of weird and then a week later right because it was everything shut down yeah it was about a week later. We almost
1: we... got, I mean, I've said this before, yeah. but we almost got stuck in, well, I guess Sean and I and Eli almost got stuck in Hawaii. You and uh. our friend Laura were able to get home, but we almost got stuck in
0: Hawaii. And luckily worst it was, things could happen. It was
1: because we were flying on the leap year day. And so
0: I'll remember that. Yeah. Remember that trip when I said I was going to stay till February 31st? You were.
1: You were. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And they couldn't Uh, find
1: like all of our flights were canceled for February 29th because the system didn't recognize it. But anyway. Yeah. And had we had we been stuck there even just for a couple of days because Hawaii shut down and then there was a whole quarantine and yeah, just craziness.
0: But yeah, you're. Wow. But we'll have to come back to that topic too. Can you write that down. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, she's writing that down. While she's writing that down, I'll tell you thing because of Twitter, I also know that apparently there was a Colorado man found guilty of poaching in our state. Um he Does that really still happen? Okay, so here's what happened. You have to have a license. <laughs> Come on. You have to have a license yes. to hunt. And when you get your license, it's get very specific yeah. about yes,
1: when where, when where much?
0: what animal, what kind Points. of of weapon you're going to use, weapon? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. are you bow hunting or are you? And then you, there's points, though. Like, there's rip- only a certain size right. you can do. And, right. And so we're very specific for a reason. And this guy just totally went and did his own thing anyway and ignored all the laws that we have. Is and he from here? I don't know exactly. Or was he he was younger. I don't know. Yeah. But he um, was found guilty of having um, poached fifth in it's poaching, right? Yeah, just tag. Totally yeah. Fifteen animals. Fifteen? Fifteen. Not just one. No, no. One, it wasn't like I just went to this one county. Fifteen? It was multiple counties that he went into. Oh. And my he goodness. killed a bunch of deer and turkeys, and then he was even found with a bighorn sheep, which made me very sad. What the- for what? Your yeah. living room? I, I don't know. Sorry. That's my that's Exactly. That brings right. out the area. Remember the lover of animals sitting oh, across from me here. Oh my goodness. So what I found interesting though is because Colorado is a member of the Interstate Wildlife Violator mm-hmm. Compact. His lifetime hunting ban. So because he was found right. guilty, good. Apparently, he can like um he can uh, contest it, but um he has his current lifetime hunting ban. It extends not just to Colorado, but 47 other states. That is amazing. So 48 states. Good. he is not allowed to hunt. I mean, like, right. He'll probably find a way to but then is there ignore there anything the lot anyway. Like if he goes and poaches
1: again, if he goes to another state and poaches, I don't know, like is there prison that comes with that? I, you know, I have no That's idea. That's a weird sentence. What did you do? I killed a bunch of animals. So,
0: uh, unlawfully, you did. Unlawfully. Like you robbed our ecosystem. Come on. Um, interestingly, do you have any guesses of what two states are not included? Alaska and Texas. No. Interesting that you would say that. No. Okay. It's so random. Okay, Okay. Delaware. Guess again. Delaware and New Mexico. All right we could probably spend all day we could. going you know, through 25 tries um, that's nope guess again nope guess again um no the two states that are not included in the interstate wildlife violator compact are hawaii and massachusetts so i almost said hawaii that's interesting well, you would have been correct if you yeah, guessed it and massachusetts and massachusetts i, why. I don't i don't know but because of Twitter,
1: I learned this. Because I'm, like, I'm thinking hmm. if you go to Hawaii, like there are some and I'm I don't, don't get me on the wildlife thing, but there are some countries where um it's illegal to go after lionfish. Mm. Um, but they are, and then they are some where it's okay to go after lionfish because they're actually not, that they're not part of the natural habitat there. And so mm. they end up like that. I mean, I will say I've had lionfish tacos and they were delicious because in that particular area of the world, it was allowed. they're not indigenous to that area and they were brought by oh. someone and then they started killing everything in the area. Oh. So spearfishing lionfish was big. I know that's a total tangent, but... I'm curious if there's something like that in Hawaii where they're like, go ahead and kill these fish.
0: But yeah, no, I I'm would okay imagine it would not be okay. Well, I don't know. The stay apua well, and the
1: stay, stay
0: away from the sea turtles, people. And nene's. And the nene's. It's that's their right. state bird. That is. And the, and the apua Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Also happened this week, JJ Watt. <gasps> what about him? Joining the Arizona Cardinals. No kidding. Okay, listen to this. I, mean, you got I was it. never a Texans fan, but me neither. But I'm a fan of JJ Watt because he's pretty legit. But this was like huge news this week, also Cardinals because of all places, I, right? I don't know. Right. Two year, thirty one million dollar deal. Does he know that we're both single? Just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Um, he's guaranteed That's insane twenty three million dollars. Yeah. As I was typing this I mean in, he's I'm a like,
1: beast. He
0: is a beast of, of, a, player. A, beast and of a player. Of course, he's So many cool things. Well earned. I'm not saying yeah. athletes shouldn't earn their their keep. And, and No, I mean, he does can a lot you of athletes. Imagine outreach? having no. $31 million in two uh, years. Can I imagine $1 million in two years? No. Oh, let's just take a moment and think <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm.
0: yeah. That's amazing. I don't even know. It's hard for me to imagine. Mm. What do you do? I don't. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Invest, buy yeah. property. Go places. If you're Tom Brady, you go on your boat and get would drunk and of your kids and then have to
0: be at small Maybe would I still Maybe. get my cat litter there? <laughs> I don't know. That one, I'm gonna say no. You'll just have it I flown probably upgrade. In. You'd have you're your right. cat litter flown in. Yeah, it'd be like very special cat litter. No organic.
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Hmm. All, All right. right. Well,
0: good for him. I'm, yeah. I'm. Curious to see how he does with the Cardinals. Right. Yeah. I know. I I I am looking forward to next year's football season. I hope things get a little oh, bit back to normal. I'm not sure that I'm there yet, but we'll see. I've got some months to to figure out you how do. I feel. That was it's something early. that Sean and I
1: did, so it was, yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of hard for me to get into it right now.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's still raw. And it's early yet, so we yeah. don't have to cross that bridge yet. Well, the
1: Broncos haven't
0: been awesome. Well,
1: so.
0: that's a whole other Oprah.
1: Yeah. Minor detail.
0: Um, okay. Lastly, What I learned and because of Twitter, I know um, that the Senate passed their version of the stimulus bill. I did see that. And now it goes back to the House. Correct. And then to the White House for signing. Should everything be copacetic? Right.
1: You like that that word? I know. I love that you threw in copacetic. What do you
0: think? Copacetic. It is a good word. It is a good word. word. Isn't it? I did. (laughs) (laughs) But But not because you're bored. Not because you're bored. No. In
2: fact, quite the opposite
0: copacetic rickford's
1: yeah. gonna need copacetic for the sats i'm yeah. sure you have that for the do you SATs. still have to take
0: the sats this year I
1: do. yeah awesome remember he did the psat uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: next month you said yeah and oh, you're that's prepping exciting. april 13th oh boy oh boy is that a friday I
1: think it's a Saturday. Oh. oh that's but yeah they don't do standardized testing like that on fridays friday, friday the 13th yeah that would be no. awful I actually, um, you're right. Okay, I don't total think they tangent. Do for it. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. The 13th is a Tuesday. Total tangent, though. I have a colleague and she had a son, which is funny. She named him Elliot. And, um, oh. cause Elliot was a name that Sean and I had talked about. And, um, so she had a very similar birthing situation as I did where she had to get induced. Um, But she had her son on Friday the 13th because her husband was born on Friday the 13th. And she's like, I planned it. I was like, that is hilarious. That is
0: amazing. Yeah.
1: It was kind of cute.
0: But anyway, nod. I digress. Right. Yeah. Okay. OK. What else? Uh, where? No. N- oh. Nothing else about Twitter. Oh, But okay. um march madness yes um we were talking about like things that our coaches have said to us that were awesome and lifted True. us up and and dre talked about this last yeah week you, those are on our episode live. and he was like right like the coaching from when we were kids is different Very and you different. can't like t- you it's not okay anymore to to just ruin kids berate. in there berate yeah like it right you can't okay. kick them you can't kick them and push them around. Um, I never understood that anyway. Like why you just want I to beat them to had, the ground.
1: This was not the story I was going to share, but I actually had an assistant coach who didn't like me because um, he wanted his daughter to be the star, which is fine, whatever. Um, and he actually chucked a soccer ball at me. Like on,
0: like, on purpose, like on purpose. Yeah, that's different yeah. from like trying to get a soccer ball off the field and kicking a four-year-old in her shoes off. It's very different. Can we just differentiate between <laughs> I mean, the you two? You have
1: to call me out.
0: Yeah, I wasn't. Well, it wasn't out of anger. No, it was out of like,
1: hey guys, like, yeah, take totally ball off the field. Totally. That's no, why I say very this different. Coach was very, yeah, no, he he was very frustrated with me. I don't even remember why. Maybe I did something. I don't know. I don't think that Warren's getting. But he was like, "Here you go," and like literally. Chuck does soccer ball at me.
0: Yeah. And I did deflect right. it. That's right. And and I'm sure there are some coaches that might still 13. engage in that kind of awful behavior, but it definitely doesn't endear someone to a sport no. and make them want to keep coming back and work for you. So well, that is my
1: other coaching story, but I want you to share yours.
0: I really don't have, oh. I, I think I was like, what, what are some things that I remember from when I played soccer in high school? And I think one of the things that I remember hearing a lot was um on a run <laughs> uh-huh. so like on a take a lap <laughs> i feel like i i had to Just take getting a lap. you ready for track uh-huh. take another lap which is funny because i remember when i became a coach i i was like oh uh-huh. you're tardy take a lap yeah oh now you've like you've I done this a couple times now your whole team gets to take a lap i hate conditioning take a lap, take a a lap. the coach that i became Take a lap. A conditioning coach take a lap
1: Mm -hmm. I hated conditioning. And I was like, oh, let's go do some diamonds. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh But I was actually in better shape then and would do it with them. I always had coaches who wouldn't. Like, they were always like, you you know, the power trip kind of thing. Right. But I will share. So, right, this is working with children in general – have to be very careful about what you say, because yes. you never know how you're going to impact I right. I remember things clearly from elementary and middle school that teachers said, and they probably said it off the cuff, but they have no idea that it has impacted me for right. the duration of my life here here. And so that's something even now I feel like I have to be very careful about in in what I say. And I, and I work with littles like kindergarten and first graders, but I did have a coach. Um, I was going into my senior year. It was my senior year of high school. And, um, the thing with, I'll just say it was Boulder. I was in Boulder, Colorado at the time. And the thing with what was happening in Boulder is that your rec teams and your high school teams, the coaches talk to each other. And so, um, we moved here when I was 13 and it was really hard for me to break into, Soccer here in general, and especially right. in the rec teams, because they are groomed from six, seven, eight years Very old. Very
0: different from where we came from. Very different. From
1: whence? I, we came. I came from like a really solid program to like, I, I was an outsider. I was, I was from Connecticut. Like, who is a stranger? Who do I think I was like coming in? Um, and so. And these teams really are groomed from six, seven, eight years old. And the same people, the same girls play together that whole time. And then high school teams pick them up and they want to keep that same, I guess, cohort or whatever together. Yeah. yeah. And so. Obviously, I was kind of the outlier and I didn't have that. Like I, I jumped around because I, I was placed on one team and then moved to a couple different other teams um, until they had space. Because basically they're like, oh, you've got the skill for this team, but we don't have the space for you. And so I just kind of was trying to keep maintenance until right. I could get onto a team. That Until she went to Bath, England and, and played football no, there. No, no. Oh, <laughs> my God. You keep bringing it. Uh-huh. It is not as glorious as you make it sound.
0: So here's why. Just too, run with it. I'll run. Take a lap yeah <laughs> take a lap.
1: <laughs> Let me under some diamonds It'll make me feel better. Um, but I had this coach it was my high school coach and he basically came to me and there was a whole junior cohort that recreationally had been playing since they were six seven eight years old and because I wasn't part of that, he came to me and he was like, I just want you to know you're a bubble player. oh and he's like, you can try out this year, um, but I'm pretty sure you're not gonna make it.
0: And he hadn't seen your skill yet, just because you were an outsider. No,
1: he he had seen me play before, mm-hmm. like um on JV and on the front. Like he had mm-hmm. been my freshman coach and then okay. he um became the varsity coach. And so he um he basically was like, you're a bubble player. And I don't he was like, I don't know that you're going to make it. And if you make it, I'm not sure that I'm going to have any time for you to play. And so on the one hand, I can be like, OK, we've mm-hmm. got some honesty. Right. Um, On the other hand, I was like. Wow, and so it turned out that there were I want to say only two or three other seniors that made the team that year, Mm -hmm. and um, so right, like what's classic in the last home game of the season? You play your seniors. It's right, it's a senior game. Yeah, they started for maybe two minutes. Oh no, and were benched the rest of the game. No way. Yeah, and so I was really. That's right. No way, buddy. The kid making a little cameo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but that was. No way. Yeah, it's, it's it's mom's turn. Um, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nana has taught you. No way. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, it was really sad to see that um, they, like, even the people that were on there were not Permitted they didn't get to play because he wanted this it was about winning, right? Like Andre okay. talked about just like
0: Andre talked about. The winning versus the W is more important than the experience. And that's how
1: it was for this. It's all about winning. Shameful.
0: I mean yeah. we get it, right? We get we get the competitiveness. We're competitive. Oh, totally. um, but I'll tell you in the long run, I I would say there are worse things that people have. I don't know if there are worse things that people have learned from that kind of coaching experience. Where he comes up, the W up this is everything. Coach for me, like as I'm trying to just
1: become a better person and really like clear out space for that. Yeah, this is what comes up.
0: Um yeah. So I don't know. I think one of our messages to anyone looking at becoming a coach in the future, yeah. if that's your bag, um, if that's your jam. Just and they be like, careful about what you say. It's super fun. And that made me think of this quote that um, one of the my administrators at a former school passed out to every single educator. And so I'm going to read it here. I'm I've become I've come. Sorry. Quote. Let me start over. Quote. I've come to a frightening conclusion that I am the decisive element in the classroom and you can substitute classroom here for field or anything, right? Office. Mm -hmm. Back to the quote. It's my personal approach that creates the climate. It's my daily mood that makes the weather. As a teacher, I possess a tremendous power to make a child's life miserable or joyous. I can be a tool of torture or an instrument of inspiration. I can humiliate, or heal. In all situations, it is my response that decides whether a crisis will be escalated or de-escalated, and a child humanized or dehumanized. End quote.
1: I feel like I've seen that before, and it's a phenomenal quote. I
0: love this quote, yeah. and it, like you said, applicable I see to it all everywhere, the time.
1: all the time. Right?
0: Our words matter. Our yeah. tone matters. Our yeah. attitude matters. As a coach, um, on and off the field.
1: Well, shall we get into our our guest speaker for today?
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Awesome. Well, we're so excited to have with us our second guest of our show ever, Gabe Trujillo, who is longtime great friend and mentor. Um, So, Gabe, thanks for being with us today on our show.
2: Thanks for having me, ladies. I appreciate it. I appreciate you thinking of me.
0: Awesome, always. Yeah, so this month of March, we're celebrating, um, we're kicking off March Madness, and we were doing this theme around coaches and educators, and so we thought of some of our favorite coach educator friends um, to connect with for our show, and you, of course, popped to the top of the list um, for us. So again, we're just honored to have you here. So first question for you is, who are you? What do you do, and how would you get into that?
2: Absolutely. My name's uh, Gabe Trujillo, like, like Miss Anna and Al said. Um, I am a longtime coach, teacher. Uh, I'm a district AD. I like to call myself a dumb jock by trade. Um, and I've been coaching in the community now. It's got to be since I was 15. So, you know, you do the math probably just over 30 years, 31 years. Um, I started by my mentor uh, who got me started working at the rec center and um, just kind of made it my life to work with kids.
0: That's awesome. Uh, So what are you doing currently as a coach?
2: I am the current district athletic director at Westminster Public Schools. And on my side, my side job is I'm an executive director for the Colorado Hoopsters, which is a traveling basketball club in the denver metro area and if you see miss anna's shirt you'll you'll see her representing us
0: that's right gotta got oh, rep I the failed. team today mm-hmm. we also <laughs> like um as we mentioned in the last show we like swag so when coaches ad's um have want free advertising we welcome yeah. we welcome it i also like hats um, cool. So, Gabe, who would you say is your inspiration um, as, for your coaching career or your education career? Who, who are you most inspired by?
2: I have two people. Um, I was raised by my grandmother, and my grandmother was a 40-year educator in DPS. And then uh, her name is Rose Traheel, And then my mentor, who really helped me get started, and he is the founder of the Colorado Hoopsters, um, his name is Gary Rhodes, So I had the best of both worlds. I had a teacher at home who poured into my life and made me academically um, take care of business and, and really focus on my academics. And then I'd go to the rec center after school as a kid and just enjoyed being around Gary. And so part of what I feel like the reason why I give back is I, I I'm kind of fulfilling their legacy too. I'm an extension of both their legacies. So, it's important to me to uh, work with the kids I do, and and why I actually serve as the executive director of the Hoopsters.
0: I love that. I like that. Um, Extending the legacy. I mm-hmm. like that idea a lot. Giving, uh, yeah, giving back. We love that. Paying yeah. forward, giving mm-hmm. back. Um, what would you say are some of your proudest coaching moments? I know it's hard uh, to pick.
2: I think I I think just. You know i I go you know it 's easy to when you know as as you were asking it 's easy just for memories to flash in front of your eyes and, and the winning um, and you know hoisting the the trophies and cutting down the nets and doing all that cool stuff but I, I think for me, the beauty is is the everyday struggle of uh, when you 're in the gym working with a kid individually, helping them achieve their goals, helping them overcome struggles. So I would say, if you ask me, it's just going to the gym every day to be present.
0: Be with the kids. I yeah, love that. That's awesome. Um, how how about have you had any of those like did that just happen moment like flubs or um, yeah, I don't know. Remember? Just- well, I I don't even remember if you're
1: at the game, but when I kicked the soccer ball and took off that four-year-old's shoes because I nailed her so hard, mm-hmm. everyone was like. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. You're like, did, <laughs> did that just happen any kind of like <laughs> <big old laughs> moments or like if i had that to do i'd probably do that differently the next time moment
2: <laughs> oh yeah absolutely um I, it probably wasn't my most proud moment but it was kind of a funny moment um we were kind of like like al we were in practice and i had a, i was at denver north and i had asked the cheerleaders to step out of the gym because you know they were there checking out the boys and my boys were distracted <laughs> and checking them out and here we're trying to get ready for a state game and one of the cheerleaders said something mouthy to me so i didn't say anything i just kicked the basketball really hard and i and i didn't realize how far i kicked and it was like going right for <laughs> and and if you if i could just turn back time to run and catch it was like no Luckily, at the like right inches from the girl's head, she just turned the corner and it, oh. and it hit the divider really loud and made a loud noise and scared <laughs> everybody. Um oh, man. And just uh, it, it kind of um, uh, saved me, I guess. Yeah, I did you say some prayers?
1: Sitting,
2: yeah, I probably <laughs> wouldn't be sitting here right now.
1: That could have been really bad. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But there's a lot of flubs in the game, I you know, like I I you know, when you build those individual relationships with kids, and I could think of 10 kids where we just look at each other and start laughing because you know, the inside joke or you know, something happened on the sideline or in practice and it, it's just a fun.
1: You have to have those moments to kind of build on to make it better, I feel like.
2: Yeah, Except and that's for, what, yeah. That's what really makes uh. That's what makes this job come to life is those those moments because it, they make you laugh and some can make you cry, right? Um, yeah. I've had those moments where it's almost like when you ask that question, what just happened? And there's several ways you can ask that, like what just happened funny or what just happened traumatic, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've had to bury some kids over the past few years, and it's kind of like, damn, he was so young. What happened, you know? and and then you you think back to those and it's like man it puts everything in perspective about how life how sports really do impact life and the relationships and how important they are so i don't take it for granted to be honest
0: i think all the moments are are make coaching worth it right so sure. um all the ups and all the downs make every bit of it worth it Final thoughts. Do you have any messaging that you would want to share with um, budding athletes or uh, coaching? Anyone who's like looking to get into coaching, what would you like? What kind of messaging would you have for them?
2: Uh, For the athletes, I would, and I I think that's, I I would say send three messages out one to the athlete that uh, you know, follow your dreams and your passion and don't let anybody tell you, what you can or can't be, no matter how good you may be at an activity or a skill, just get involved. And if you love doing it, do it. Um, it your passion will take you a long way. It's amazing what happens when passion and opportunity meet. Um, there's a perfect intersection, and, and I like to call that destiny. Um, and so if, if you allow yourself to walk in your passion, then good things happen. Um, for parents, it's important to know that you know, it's, it's, and and it's hard for me as a dad and as a dumb jock by trade, not to make my kids um, live my passion. And so, mm-hmm. so I'm great. I'm not trying to live my passion through them. I'm just, I, I have to remind myself to be supportive of them. And it's it's their passion, and win, lose or draw, that I'm I'm there to be their support. So it's really hard for me. I, I'm trust me, parents. I'm working on that. It's always a work in progress. And then for the coach, I would just say, you have a valuable opportunity to change lives. Um, and so, any any moment you get, uh, treasure it. Uh, whether you're a volunteer coach or a paid coach or a professional coach, um, play the part. And uh, you know, if, if that means you got to go to YouTube to learn, then then do it. If you got to take classes, if you got to be a student of the game, uh, because um, kids depend on you. Um, you know, you're, you are that role model. You are that figure. If it weren't for coaches for me, uh, throughout the way, I, I, I definitely wouldn't be sitting here. Um, yesterday I ran into one of my coaches, uh, coach Anthony at the gas station. Uh, and it was just kind of a random thing. And he, I was with my daughter and he hugged me and said, Hey, you know, said some nice things. I appreciate having him. I appreciated having coach Anthony, uh, in my life. And then his brother was one of my coaches and I was sharing that with my daughter it's just a pretty cool two minute moment uh, with my baby to, you know, we went down memory lane um, and sometimes we don't get a chance to, to do that and reflect back. But as a coach, it is pretty important that you're just there every day uh, embracing the grind.
0: I love it, Gabe. Yeah. And with that, once again, we're so honored that you could join us. Thank yes, you. Thank you so. for your words. Thanks for being such an inspiration um, to both of us and for all the youth whose, whose paths you've crossed. Um, I know you 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 just keep doing amazing things day after day. So thank you for what you do. Thank
2: you. Yeah, thank thank you. So. And don't forget to check us out on, on our Hoopster Live website. Yes. And as well, we start planning yeah link us up and it, for any any little girl who wants to watch good girls basketball or come and learn don't be afraid to to come out come join us we'd love to have you
0: it's an amazing That's program awesome. and you know what we might have to have gabe back to talk about that a little yeah. bit more mm-hmm. awesome yeah. well take care we'll talk to you thank soon you. Right,
2: talk to you soon
0: Dave. thank you awesome i love that we got to share that time with yes gabe. that was amazing He's thank phenomenal. you so much yeah I'm um, just Such a great person.
1: Such an amazing person. Mentor.
0: All right. So we have come to that time in the show where we do our STW joke of the day. Absolutely. All right. Sean T. Wyman. Question. What does the dad do to deal with his kleptomania?
1: I don't know. What does the dad do?
0: He takes something for it. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course he does. Yes. Yes, he does. Well, I want, I feel like if I was a kid and I had sticky fingers, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be like, but I'm taking something for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Today's um, affirmator is courage. Ooh. No one is fearless. No one. But even though I'm not feel fearless, I am courageous. When fear shows up, I don't run away from it. I use my courage to conquer it. My courage allows me to walk right up to that fear and kick it in the nuts. Then quickly hide <laughs> behind someone bigger <laughs> until it goes away. True story. I do this on the daily. <laughs> take people in the nuts? No, I hide behind <laughs> other people. I'm like, hey, you take that. OK, I'll be right over here and uh, I'll see you soon. Yeah.
0: Courage, people. Embrace your courage. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Yes. Five star reviews. Find us anywhere. We have enjoyed our time with you. Absolutely. Thank um, you. Comment if there are topics you'd like us to address. And you can find us or email us if you want something private and individual, the Russian sisters at gmail.com. And I realized we totally forgot our puzzle
1: discussion. So we're going to move that to another day for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And refer your friends. There are people who would would like us or need to hear what we have to say. Pass us on. We love you guys. Hope you have a great week. It's been fun to spend the time with you. Yes. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
1: the Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga, it's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.
2: Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready?